week of February 5th, 2024. This is Diet Science with Dee McCaffrey. Dee's an organic chemist and nutritionist who lost 100 pounds by staying away from processed foods. She's now a doctorate in clinical nutrition. And every week on Diet Science, Dee covers a topic or two that's important for you and your family's health. This is your co-host, Michael McGaffrey. So, Dee, what's the topic for this week? This week we're talking about protein. Okay. Um, are you eating way too much protein? This is a good question. I i don't know. Maybe. Well, apparently a lot of Americans are. And, and in fact, Americans kind of are obsessing over the amount of protein they're getting, like they just think they need more. Mm -hmm. um, but they're forgetting about another very important nutrient, which is fiber. Mm. So we're we're focusing on on protein, but not focusing on fiber, and we're seeing the you know health effects of that because too much protein can lead to some pretty severe. Uh, health issues. Mm. And then, of course, not enough protein can also lead to some severe health issues. Right. I'm sorry, not enough fiber. Oh, not enough right, fiber. Not okay. enough fiber. So, so too much protein, not enough fiber can okay. lead to various different health conditions. So I'm, I'm curious, yeah. what can happen if you consistently eat too much protein? Well, there have been a number of uh, things that we have found in uh, people eating high-protein high diets. So one of them is that um, it puts a lot of extra strain on the kidneys mm. because the breakdown of protein in the body, um, the, one of the breakdown products is ammonia, mm -hmm. and then that ammonia ends up in the urine, mm -hmm. and then when there's a high amount of that, then it's putting strain on the kidneys. Mm. So um, interestingly enough, we tend to see that people who have high-protein diets end up with, you know, higher risk for kidney disease. Mm -hmm. So that's one, one thing. Um, but there are some other uh, reasons. It, it says eating large amounts of protein several times a day um, can lead to a variety of different cancers. Um, and if the protein you're eating is animal protein, then you're, you're also consuming higher amounts of cholesterol, which could then lead to uh, cardiovascular issues as well. Mm -hmm. So, um, and high, uh, people who ate a high protein diet, especially if you're in between the ages of 50 and 65, you're more four times more likely to die of cancer than those who consume less protein. Hmm. So the question then comes, well, how much protein should we actually be eating? Mm -hmm. And it's a lot less than what people think, you know, I mean, I've, I, I see a lot of different dietary plans out there, mm -hmm. right? And looking at the protein content, you know, like I see people who are eating, um, you know, they're trying to eat like four ounces of a food that contains protein at every meal. So that could be like Greek yogurt, which contains about 20 grams in a, a, in a serving. Um, and then maybe for lunch and dinner, they're eating like a piece of chicken, four ounces, and then a piece of, you know, maybe a beef or more chicken or maybe fish, you know, another four ounces of that, right? So mm -hmm. so if we add up, because we have to look at this, um, a three ounce portion of uh, chicken, chicken breast contains 26 grams of protein. And um, so if you're eating four ounces, you're eating a slightly more than that, maybe up to 30 or 35 grams 
of protein, and then uh, a serving of of fish is about 25 grams. And then if you're eating uh, the Greek yogurt, that's another, well, I said that 20 grams. So you're already up to like 60 grams a day of protein um, just from those three things, Mm -hmm. right? Or actually more than, a little more than that. So let's see, 25, 25, that's 50, and then another 20, 70. Okay. So the so the amount of protein that people typically need, you need to kind of base it on your body weight, but there's there's some uh, what we would call recommended daily intakes. And it's going to be anywhere between something like, you know, 46 grams a day to perhaps up to 70 mm-hmm. um, would be the amount that the average uh, person would need based on moderate activity levels. If you're like a, an extreme athlete or something, mm-hmm. you're going to need more protein than that. Right. But most people are not that. Right? right. Most people are doing moderate amounts of exercise. So, right. Or right. even light amounts of exercise. Well, I can just tell you from being a normal human being that's not a nutritionist like yourself, you're just thinking, I need protein to have that satiation that I ate enough. Right. Well, and the thing is, is see, you can get you can get enough protein and get that satiation by actually eating less protein and more plant foods that have the fiber. Mm-hmm. So this is where we see the gap. We see people eating a lot of protein foods, but then kind of cutting back on fruits and vegetables. Mm-hmm. So, and that's where the fiber gap comes in. Mm. Um, there was a study that showed, this was a study in 2021, found that only 7% of Americans get enough fiber. Wow. Um, and the, the amount of fiber, that there, there doesn't seem to be a, a definitive consensus among all of the health, uh, you know, expert uh, organizations like either the Heart Association or the Diabetes Association. But the, uh, tip, the typical recommendation right now is 25 grams a day for women and up to 30 grams a day to 35 for men. Mm-hmm. Um, but if we really look at, you know, what are... What were humans evolved? What did they eat? We, we have found evidence that people probably ate maybe up to 100 grams of protein a day wow. in earlier times. Mm. So, um, and not as much protein, maybe only down to like 50 grams of protein a mm-hmm. day. Mm-hmm. Um, and by the way, our, our caveman ancestors who were hunter-gatherers, we're not eating pure like meat protein or eggs or yogurt. Certainly weren't eating yogurt, um, but they weren't eating that concentrated type of protein three for three meals a day. Mm-hmm. So our bodies were not really evolved for that, and we can get by with less protein. We um, now the other thing about this is you know we have plant foods that have protein also, mm-hmm. so we can eat. Things like quinoa or beans, uh, lentils, mm-hmm. um, even, you know, s- there's small amounts of proteins in grains as well. So if we eat more plant foods as part of our meals, let's say, for example, instead of eating a four ounce piece of meat, that we eat a two ounce piece, but then we mix that in with some grains like quinoa or, or rice or um, even beans, and then we get more fiber in mm-hmm. the meal, and we're getting that plant protein as well, which is not adding as much. Just f- for a comparison, a half a cup of 
uh, black beans contains about seven and a half grams of protein compared to three ounces of chicken, which has 26 grams. Mm-hmm. So you can, you can meet your daily, you know, 50 gram to 60 gram uh, requirement for protein by eating a lot more plant foods and staying within that amount of protein rather than exceeding it. A lot of people are eating like 100 grams of protein a day or even more than that. I've seen some of my client food logs where they're up to 125 grams a day. And these are women who are not athletes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay. You know, it's like, whoa, you know, we don't need that much protein. Let's cut back. And, Mm -hmm. and of course they're not eating enough vegetables. So, Mm -hmm. so, you know, we need to balance it out a bit and, and look at that. So, and you know, when, when you have to think about it, we get, we actually do get protein from a variety of foods. It's not just, those ones that I mentioned. Pretty well, most foods have some small amount of protein in it. So when you add that up over the day, you can easily meet your 50 to 60 gram requirement and not have to eat a lot of animal protein to mm. do that. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying you shouldn't have any, but I'm just saying that it we don't need as much as we think we need. Right. Yeah. So, and that's important. Now, one really interesting thing about protein is what what we've discovered. So there's a gentleman, uh, he's a uh, a doctor by the name of Walter Longo, and he's the director of the Longevity Institute at the University of Southern California in Los Angeles. So, you know, he basically was the one to kind of look at and discover how when we eat high protein intake, especially animal protein, it tends to make our cells multiply faster. And when you're young, this is a good thing Mm -hmm. because you need, you're building your body when you're young. But when you're older, what that does is it kind of, it's a, it's kind of a double-edged sword because when your cells are multiplying faster, that can lead to increased risk of cancer. Mm -hmm. Because if you have any type of a cancer that has maybe started in the body and you're eating a lot of protein, then that cancer is getting a lot more fuel to multiply faster Mm -hmm. in the body. Mm -hmm. So it's, you know, it's sort it's one of those things where we actually don't need as much protein when we are in those middle ages, we, we tend to see we need it more when we're younger, when our bodies are growing and developing. And then we may need to make sure that we're getting enough when we're older, because we have malabsorption problems when we're older. So we may not be absorbing or getting as much as we need. But in those middle years of our lives, we're, we're good with a smaller amount of protein. All right. Uh, anything more before we go, Dee? Well, that's it. I think uh, it's just a really important thing. I mean, I'm, you know, I, I guess I like to always mention that I'm, I don't advocate for one way or the other, a, a complete meat diet or a complete uh, vegetarian or vegan diet. I, I, I think that we can find that happy medium. And that's why I said less animal protein, more plant protein as a combination. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you, Dee, for another informative week. Diet Science is the official podcast for Processed Free America. We're a nonprofit dedicated to eliminating childhood and adult obesity through nutrition education to both young and old. You can catch this podcast and lots of other great podcasts and articles at processedfreeamerica.org. This is Dee McCaffrey, and until next time, go forth and be healthy.